I'm Raj Shabat, and welcome to the Weathercock Podcast. This is the place where we share insightful stories, wisdom, life hacks, and strategies so that it opens your mind to new perspectives, inspires your heart to pursue, and who knows, like a weathercock, maybe even change your mind and try something new. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Weathercock Podcast. I am eight episodes deep into this podcast and it has been quite the ride only because I see myself evolving so much as a podcaster and all the things that I want to do with this podcast slowly but surely are happening. And you know what? It's a process. It's evolution. It's enjoying this journey that I'm on of just putting a show together and learning about you know, putting the right sequences of music and the intro and putting, you know, the, the podcast out there, it's been a ride and I am so appreciative. And I'm going to take a second here to thank you for taking a moment of your day to listen to me. I mean, I am extremely grateful that you would even consider with all the millions of podcasts that are out there to take a moment to listen to what I have to say and the insights that I'm bringing to the table and hopefully you're getting a takeaway from it. You're walking away with the value from this podcast. I really hope you are. And as we evolve and I get more skilled as a podcaster, and as I get even more curious with my guests, ask more meaningful, deep questions with them so that they can share as much as they can with us so that we walk away learning and growing better together. Well, it's just the beginning. And uh, we have guests lined up all the way into January, and I can't wait to present them to you because they all have something very important to tell us. And this is stuff that we walk away with and hopefully will apply to our lives and apply to a sticky note in front of our computer so that we can be reminded of something that was told. Uh, very, very important to me. So thank you for taking the time to just even consider listening to us. I really appreciate that. And if you are listening and you love it, Thank you, and please leave you know a comment or um, a review, whatever it is. It's always appreciated to get your feedback on what I can do better as a podcaster. And speaking of processes, this is a bit of the subject that I want to talk about today. Is you know the process of being patient, being patient with yourself, and understanding that you should be happy to pursue and not only pursue happiness. So be happy to pursue and not only pursue happiness. Our human nature dictates us to always pursue happiness. It's just the way we're built. We're always looking for the next thing, right? When we get something, whether it's a new job position, a raise, um, we accomplished a goal, whatever that goal is, usually if it's not fulfilling, the first thing we do is look for the next thing to get, right? Why do you think that a lot of us have, you know, hundreds of pairs of shoes and 10 guitars and 100,000 CDs? That's my case, by the way. Uh, in my case, it's vinyl more than CDs. But uh, we're always looking for more. Now, there's two ways of thinking here. I mean, you could just enjoy life and buy shoes and buy vinyl and buy, you know, guitars, books, whatever it is that you, you love in life. That's experiencing life. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's part of the experience of life. But if that procures you happiness in that your happiness depends on the things that you buy, 
then there's a question to be asked. Why are you always looking for more? So finding something that is fulfilling, well, it's something that it needs to be pursued and not necessarily an ends to a, mean, a means to an end. Sorry. What are you doing that is making you happy to just go at it? Like right now, I'm writing a book. It's been eight months deep into the process of getting this book done. And it's long. And I'm on the third rewrite. And I got to tell you, I've been struggling with my own patience because some days it goes well and other days I just can't get my ass in the chair to write. So then what happens? You get distracted, distracted by the pings of your emails, the bings of your social media. And it's on purpose because I can just turn them off actually and not have any distractions, which is the case in most days. But other days, you're looking to be distracted because you don't feel like you're going as fast as you could, but you're actually slowing even more down because you're paying attention to everything that's distracting you. So the happiness to pursue is dedicating yourself to a craft, to mastering a skill, whatever that skill is, in order for you to get better every day at it. And if every day you give your 110% in mastering something, in really trying to get better at something, then you don't think of the outcome as much as you're thinking about just getting 1% better today. And that's been something that I've been really, really big, a big fan of from all the books that I've read from, you know, James Clear to Robin Sharma to, you know, all the, the greats of the world in personal development that, you know, doing a little bit of the same thing every day and just mastering your craft, whatever it is, or whatever you're creating and building that you're dedicating yourself to it to get better every day so that can, you know, the outcome eventually will be exactly what you want it to be, then it shouldn't be a matter of time, but more like every day you're putting in your energy to make this happen. It's been a struggle because we're human, right? We, we want things to go faster. We want things to get done. I have already published two youth books back in 2019 and i know i i think they're pretty good but that's it i just think they're pretty good they're not great they're not they're not from a writer that has mastered his skill why because i wrote them fast i wanted them to be published because i felt a race against time to get them out there into the world and instead of taking time to really master take a break from them, come back to them and continue so that they can get better. So the story becomes exactly how I envisioned it. I kind of settled for it to be good enough to be published. And today, you know, I'm proud of them. I'm not, not at all, you know, ashamed to have them out in the world, but it's not the same when you say I did my best than when you say, I think I did my best. There's a big difference there. And I got to say, for those last books, I think I did my best, but I certainly didn't do my best because when I look at them today, I say, oh, I could have taken a month or two off and came back and sort of fixed this part and that part would have made much more sense. So with this new book that I'm writing, which is called the Be the Weathercock, and I, you know, I've given myself a deadline that in 2023, I want it published um, so that I do have something to work towards, that it's not an endless vacuum of just sitting there and writing and writing and writing, well, I'm enjoying this process. And even though some days it, it tests my patience, it installs doubts into me as if I'm a good writer or not, 
the fear of maybe not saying the right thing or being second guessed on something that I'm saying slows down the process. But that's just like your resistance coming into play and saying, hey, you're not good enough to write this book. Maybe you should just be looking at Facebook instead and see how many followers you've gained today on, on Instagram when you know you should be sitting in that chair and writing and writing and letting it play out. And as you write more, it gets better. And I've been seeing that from the first rewrite, from the first original writing, sorry, to the third rewrite, I see this evolution of my writing that it just astounds me, the fluidity. And it's not because I'm a better writer than anyone else writing books about personal development and concepts and stuff like that, but only because I'm applying myself to mastering the skill of writing so that I can say I did my best when I put it out there. And it's been quite a ride. So this week has been really a struggle for patience because I'm in a part of the book where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get this done so I can just get into the next chapter. But then I start questioning the chapters. This, this chapter is making me impatient. Is it relevant to the reader? Is it relevant to what I want to say, to the concept that I'm bringing, to the ideas that I'm putting forth? So that's been question. I've been questioning myself on that. So now I'm realizing maybe this, this chapter is not worth it anymore. So instead of rushing through it, I've actually slowed down and just skipped it and went on to something else. And I'll come back to it eventually because it might change. Because the person I am today is not the person I was eight months ago when I was writing this book. And certainly not the person I was in 2021 when I flipped my life over and quit everything with only $5,000 in my bank account and nothing to look forward to because I had nothing in front of me. But it's all come to this today where, you know, I have my, I have a new business. I am got clients that I help and that I have the opportunity to speak to every week and see them grow and change and learn so many things and me too in the process and writing this book that I can't wait to share with the world is like, I'm not thinking so much as the day it's released, but as I'm so grateful to be here. And that's why, and that's why I remind myself even right now that I'm very, very privileged to be here speaking to you about this and realizing also that whatever time it takes, it'll take. And I'm telling you this right now, and I wasn't telling myself this yesterday when I had this, this, this hard day of, you know, just being impatient. And you want to know what I did to sort of, you know, cut this, this, because I caught myself, I caught myself being impatient, right? I just didn't, you know, wither in it and just go, oh my God, I'm impatient. What am I going to do? You know what I did? I, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, who have seen pictures of me, I have a beard and I went and shaved the whole thing off right in the mirror. That's it. I just did it. I got the clipper out, shaved my beard, then got my razor, you know, made my face like smooth skin style. And I couldn't even like believe I had done that, but it was really like something to sort of break the pattern of impatience and say, let's change things up today. And you know what? It worked. I came at, I came back to my computer with like a smile and I was looking at myself and I was like, Ooh, I'm not sure, man. I'm used to my seeing myself with a beard now, but you know, a day after everything's fine, but it really shook things up. So whatever it is that you're building and creating for your life and whatever process you're in right now, I hope that whatever you do, you don't give up. You don't give up and you stay patient. You stay patient. Remember what I talked about when I talked about, you know, the difference between 
giving up and surrendering and quitting also. I hope you stay patient with yourself. Be patient, be gentle, and you're in a process. You're mastering something that it takes time to master. My son came and visited me two weeks ago, and you know I gave him a guitar for Christmas last year. And he's learning to play guitar because he's really, really into music. And he's going to be a guest on the podcast soon. It's going to be great. It's going to be a father-son podcast. I'm really looking forward to having this conversation with him about, you know, change and and growth. And he, you know, he's a hockey player. So he has big hands and, you know, big fingers. And he has difficulty putting his his fingers on, on the frets and, you know, making a chord without it just going clink, you know. And I was telling him, I said, man, just be patient. Here's an exercise to stretch your fingers so that they become lighter and you have more dexterity so that you can actually make and strum a chord. And he's like, he's all cool with that. He was like, okay, I'm just going to practice, practice more. And I'm like, man, if I was like that when I was young and I was not so impatient and wanting to get things so quickly done, things would be, you know, not a lot better, but I probably would have taken the time to master much more skills than I, than I did just rushing through things in life. But that's a whole other podcast. What I do want to tell you, though, is taking the time to master your skill takes patience and it's an obstacle. And once you're aware of that, then it's simple to just catch yourself and then decide what you're going to do about this. Are you going to stay in your impatience and rush through this and try to finish this as soon as possible just to go on to the next thing, which will not procure you any more happiness than you have right away? Or will you step away, take a moment, go for a walk, shave your beard if you have a beard, and uh, get a haircut if you need one, or do whatever it is that's going to sort of break that pattern of impatience and then come right back to your craft and keep going because you'll be re-energized with a new perspective on you know what it is that you want to do. It's always, always about patience. And here's another one I thought about. It sounds a little crazy, but I, I really opened up a door for me. You know how kids and from my generation, I'm 50 years old, so you know, I'm from the Nintendo generation, the Atari generation. Remember when we played video games? And we'd like have a game like Mario Bros, for example, like the first ever Mario Bros. And we would be, I mean, I would be obsessed to finish it, like obsessed. I didn't care if I had to start over 50, 80, 100 times to get to that next level and finish the game. That's how obsessed we are. Kids are the same way today. They're just much better at video games. I don't know why they're just born with it than, you know, I was for that matter. And it dawned on me that I never, ever was impatient with the game. I would just press reset and start over again. I would press reset and start over again. I would press reset and start over again until I got to the end and finished the game. That's how patient we were. And if you're part of the old school generation of video games, you know what I'm talking about. You know, Nothing discouraged us from <clears throat> finishing the game. We would be doing this all day if we needed to, to get to that next level. So isn't life like that a little bit? Like we get discouraged a lot faster in giving up or being impatient and saying, oh, that's it. I've had enough. It's over. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm doing something else instead. When in fact, you know, if you were just a little bit more patient, press reset on yourself, take a step back and come back to it, then you'd be much better and ready to face, you know, the next try or attempt at, you know, finishing that level. 
and kids are great with that. And even today, I mean, I've never seen an adolescent today play video games. And I have a few that surround me. I've never seen them give up their video game because they couldn't get through a level. They just go and press reset again, find a hack, a strategy, whatever it is to get to that next level. Whatever it is, they find a way. They don't stop. <laughs> I mean, that can apply to life. Imagine if we'd have that same attitude towards whatever it is that we're pursuing in life that, you know, no matter what happens, we're just pressing reset. We just keep going. You know, we're going right back at it and nothing's going to stop us. Well, I remind myself of that now that it's all a process that's going to take the time that it takes. The patience is required to do whatever it is I want to do well. And that no matter how much impatience gets to me and how much some days I just want to stop, then I should tell myself, stop, but don't quit. Just come back to it when you're ready and make the process fun. Because if you rush through it and you finish as quickly as possible and you tell yourself, I think I've done my best, I think I've tried my best, then you will always have that feeling in you when whenever you're trying to go through and do something new, that the faster you finish, the faster you go on to the next thing and so on and so forth. And it just never ends. So there's no fulfillment in that. It's just pursuing happiness all the time, which you'll never have in the end because you're never done looking for the next thing that's going to light you up. When in fact, if you're happy to pursue and you do, do come to that outcome and you are certain that you've done your best, that there is no doubt that this is the end of whatever it is that you've created and built, then you know that you're ready to try something new. Whatever lights you up next and puts a fire under your feet, you will go in with a clear head, knowing that this is a whole new process to start over and that no matter how many how much time it will take, you're going to have fun because it's all about fun. And if you're having fun, then it's much easier to reset and come back to the game and master your skills so you get better, so you go up to that next level after. And I believe that that's where the, I guess, the gold lies is always trying your best and knowing that no matter the outcome, no matter what awaits you in that, you know, that corner of the street that you're about to turn, that there's no doubt that you've tried your best and whatever happens will happen anyways. So same goes for this podcast as I keep evolving, keep refining my ideas, keep getting better as an interviewer and podcaster in general, it is what it is, you know, and I am not going to look for a million followers on episode nine, because that would be not having any value to it. I mean, of course you want people to listen to your podcast as many as possible, but would there be value if I got a million people right off the cuff to listen to what I'm doing? No, I'd rather have a slow rise where I can test, experiment, explore, and discover many, many things about myself so that I can become a really, really solid, honest, someone that you know has something to bring to the table, podcaster, that people will trust. And that takes time and effort and dedication. But I'm having way too much fun right now just talking to you 
just being able to relay to you this message is a great honor for me. And it has nothing to do with, you know, the stats that come with the podcast. It only has to do with having something important to say and wanting to say it. And I believe that that's where the gold lies. So I hope today you got something out of this. And I hope that you are more gentle with yourself in whatever you're pursuing and that you know that life, I don't want to compare it to a video game, not at all, but I love the fact that you can just step away, reset and get to back to work the next day to get to that next level and take all the time that you need because happy to pursue and not pursue happiness is knowing that you did your best, 100% sure that you've done your best. And that's what I want to do. Be the best, but take all the time that I need to evolve into that person that I will be so proud and am proud to see grow and learn so much every day. So to that, I say, be a weathercock, stay curious, explore, experiment, discover, and try your best every day and see what comes to you. The best is yet to come. I'll see you next week for a new episode of the Weathercock Podcast. And again, thank you for listening. If you like today's show, please leave a comment, feedback, or just start following us for future episodes. I'll see you in the next conversation.